0: It is with great joy that we come to celebrate the solemnity of the Nativity of the Lord. I was thinking a few minutes ago that we couldn't do this for Easter. And I think I was here at this Mass at 4 p.m. one year ago and no one expected us to be like this today. The Mass that has the highest number of people is this 4 p.m. Mass. I remember last year people standing in the Nardex and in the corridors. Today, we don't have that number of people, but there are many people joining us from their hearts and from many places where they are today. The two main celebrations of Christianity, liturgical celebrations, are Easter and Christmas. Last Easter, we couldn't have anyone in this church. It was empty. Now, at Christmas, we are able to have more people Father Trout just had the driving mass with more than 200 cars, and he asked them to honk several times, probably to make feel the presence of the the people there. It's beautiful to come to the church. It's beautiful to remember these mysteries that people have been celebrating for 2,000 years. But even on this year, that is a little different they have, these mysteries have a special meaning. It's the meaning that God is always faithful, that God is always close to his people, that God never abandons us, and that something that we as people of faith cannot forget. We need to continue to experience the presence of God in our lives. When we hear the readings that were just proclaimed today, We hear the reading from the prophet Isaiah. And the prophet Isaiah is talking in a time of great despair. There is a big crisis. This was the eighth century century before Christ. The people of Israel were occupied by the Assyrians. This big empire came and almost destroyed their land, destroyed their houses. There were houses burning when Isaiah wrote this passage. And this prophet, even in the midst of despair, even in the midst of so much sadness and fear, the prophet speaks about hope. Prophet Isaiah says, a son is going to be born to you. There is someone who is going to be called the Prince of Peace, someone who is going to be our Savior, the Messiah. The prophet begins with a beautiful phrase. The people who walk in darkness have seen a great light. I don't know if you remember in March, I think it was March 27, Pope Francis at the Vatican, when the whole world was in a quarantine, was in shutdown, when the whole world was getting afraid with cases going up of something that we had not seen probably in our lifetime. All the restaurants and these places being closed, even the churches were shut down. Pope Francis decided to go to St. Peter's Square, and we saw him there there walking, a little man, old man uh, in white, walking in a rainy evening in Rome. That was, for me, a very touching experience. I have mentioned this before, but I'm from Colombia, and in Colombia, all the TV stations and all the radio stations were broadcasting that moment. And there was so much silence during that moment. And imagine if you're listening to the radio, and the Pope says something, and then it's like seven minutes of silence in the radio. But people were there. And people were on TV, on television, watching the adoration, Eucharistic adoration, watching the Pope say some words of hope for a hopeless world at that moment. And the Pope said that there was darkness coming to the streets and the squares of our towns and our cities. And the Pope reminded us that we were all together on the same boat It's interesting that when we come to celebrate the nativity of the Lord, we are all on the same boat. We have been saved by the Lord. We are waiting to the same child. The same Savior is sent to everybody in this world. The people who walk in darkness have seen a great light, and there has been so much darkness during this year in the world. There are many people who are unemployed. There are many people who have died because of this coronavirus. There are many uh, nurses and doctors who are tired, but who are also happy of being serving the people. There are many people who are tired because of this. But as Christians, as believers, we cannot fall into despair because we know that there is something greater than all of this. And that the Lord is not going to abandon us, that He is always close to us. Remember in the gospel, who were the first receiver of the good news that the, salve- that, that the savior of the world was born? the shepherds. And sometimes the shepherds are painted as very nice, they're taking care of the sheep, and they look so nice. But the shepherds at that time were not considered as nice people. They were considered as thieves and liars. They were people who would stay outside at the night and they would just go and steal food and do evil stuff. But God came to them first. The angels came to those people first to announce them that the Savior bo- was born for the whole world, even for them. Those who were discarded by society, those who uh, people didn't want to have anything to do with them, the angels were sent to them first to announce them that even when we are frail, even when we are weak as human beings, even when we sometimes go away from our faith, Even when sometimes we go away from God and sometimes we say harsh words to other people, even sometimes we do something evil, something that we repent, something that we regret of doing, the Lord always sends us a messenger. The Lord always sends us a word of hope because this child that is born is born for everybody. And this child that is born has made He has been made weak, a little child. Remember the first reading. People were in an occupation. People were occupied by an empire. They were waiting for a great warrior, for a king who would destroy all their enemies. And God sent them a child born in a manger, very weak and dependent on his mother and his father. That was the savior that God sent us. So we cannot just think of a God who is made up only of our own projections. We want a God who is powerful, a God who is going to destroy everything that is not good to me. But God is not telling us that, and that is not truly God. That's the idol that we keep in our hearts. That's our hope that we still have there of that kind of God. But God is mercy and God is love, and God has made himself present to the world in the tenderness of a little child. Let's continue to have have hope in our hearts. Let's offer a kind word to the people who are going through a difficult moment these days. Let's remember all those who are experiencing difficulties all those who are without a job, all those who are in need of food this day, let's remember them because God is coming from them and God is coming from all of us. That light that comes into the world, those people who live in darkness, in the darkness of sin or any kind of darkness, we have a Savior, and the Savior is Jesus Christ, our Lord, and He is coming into our lives and he is present every day with you and with me.